God bless you. Good evening. Good evening. Let's see. Good evening to you. We are regathering. We are regathering. Good to see each of you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad. Is anybody ready to regather? Amen. We are regathering soon. Good to see all of you on tonight. Hey, everybody, who's in the room already? Let's go ahead and give some shout outs to who's already in the room this evening. Who do we have? Debbie Littleton, good evening to you. God bless you. Deborah Ledbetter, God bless you. Good evening to you. We're regathering. Helen Luster, happy Wednesday. God bless you. Amen. Brother Johnson, Chris Johnson, amen. Good evening to you. Sister Williams, amen. God bless you. Saw you on that promo just now. Thank you for that. Uh, Daryl Bernard, Brother Bernard, one of our ushers, God bless you. We are regathering, y'all. Come on, we're regathering. Shelba Moore, God bless you. Good to see you this evening. Rena Nunn, God bless you. Good to see you this evening as well. Kimberly Ellis, God bless you. One of our praise team members. Hello. Good evening to each of you, Sister Stewart. Go ahead and share this with your neighbors and your friends. Let them know that we are here getting ready to have a great time uh, in, in the Word tonight and 
and some conversation tonight. Amen. Y'all keep gathering, keep showing those names. Uh, good to see all of you in the room on tonight. Anybody excited about the regathering? The regathering that will be taking place uh, the first, the first Sunday of May. The first Sunday of May. That's May second. The first Sunday of May. We will regather. Uh, we have been scattered for some time uh, since uh, March of 2020. But thanks be to God, first of all, that we're still here. But then secondly, that we are coming back together. We're coming back together and we're going to do it uh, in, in a safe way. We're going to do it uh, in, a, in a way that we believe uh, rep represents the best of, of the protocols and, and recommendations that we uh, know to follow. And uh, we're just excited about that. Amen. Somebody said, can't wait to get back in Cade's house. God bless you. Amen. Yeah, we we are regathering. Amen. So I pray. And listen, let me go ahead and let you know. Let me let you know, you, you hundred or so who are already online, guess what? Because, because you guys are online this evening, um, on Wednesday, uh, you know, I, we, we try to, we try to give Bible study a little heads up on some things. So watch this y'all. Everybody who's on tonight, Bible study is on tonight. We're going to open up. We're going to open up the registration lines where you can register, uh, to, to be a part of the first regathering. We're going to open that up, uh, at the conclusion of Bible study. When we go off tonight, the line will open up and you will be able to register. So you remember, we're only um, uh, allowing for 75 uh, to attend uh, these services right now because we need to practice uh, social distancing. Uh, we need to make sure that we are, are following guidelines. Uh, so we're going to open that up again this evening, right uh, when Bible study, when we sign off, you will be able to sign up. Did you hear me? When we sign off, you will be able to sign up uh, and register. And so we want to get that. Uh, make sure, uh, T.A., if you can, um, at some point, uh, get that uh, link up. I believe it's the K Nucleus link. Uh, if we can make that available in the in the chat as well. Uh, and we will make sure that our members of the Bible study get the first dibs. You will get the first chance. Uh, to sign up to be uh, the one of the uh, 75 in attendance uh, of our first regathering service. Say amen, somebody. Say amen, somebody. Uh, yeah, this is a good beginning. God bless you. Yes, we're looking for a good beginning. God bless you. Amen. So listen, we are getting ready. Bless you, uh, Reverend, my cousin, Reverend Hodges is on. God bless you, Sister Green, Sister Divinity, Sister Mother Curry. Amen. God bless you to all of you. Glad you are on tonight. Amen. Listen, while we're still regathering, I want to remind you, uh, while we're still coming in the room, I want to remind you uh, that we are having our COVID vaccination here uh, this Saturday, this Saturday from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. Uh, if you have not received your vaccination yet, uh, uh, and actually that's for ages 16 and above. It says 18 on there, but it's actually for ages 16 and above. Uh, so um, uh, if you've got grandchildren who are uh, at least the age of 16 and you know they haven't been vaccinated, grandma and grandpa, if you've been vaccinated, but your grandchildren who are 16 and above have not, listen, you need to get them vaccinated so that you all can be in the same house and hugging on each other 
with your masks on and getting back to some some sense of normalcy here. So let's make sure we get our young people our young people vaccinated. That's happening this Saturday, this Saturday from nine until 2 p.m. Also, you can go to the K Chapel Nucleus page for that as well. And we are giving the Pfizer vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, that is the one that we will be um, uh, administering, the Pfizer vaccine on this Saturday from 9 until 2 p.m. Listen, you want to go ahead and do that. If you've been waiting, I, I can't make you, you know, nobody can make you do anything. But as your pastor, I can't encourage you. I've been vaccinated. Amen. Um, First Lady has been vaccinated. Uh, and we want you to do your part. Do what you can. Let's help defeat this 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 virus. Let's let's help defeat this virus and and bring our city and our state and our congregation. Yeah. Bring it back. Let's bring it back. Let's get let's 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 move forward in this. I shouldn't. You know what? I'm gonna stop saying bring it back. Let's go forward. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a word for somebody. I don't want to go back. I want to go forward. Did you hear me? I don't want to go back. No, I don't want to. As we come, we may come back, but we're not going back. I'm going to preach that at some point. We're coming back, uh, but we should not go back. There's some things we should not go back to. Amen. As we come back to this place, we ought to come back a new people. I don't know where this is coming from, but thank God for the download right now. As we come back, we ought to come back as a new people. We, we, we should come back, not going back to our old ways, not going back to being uh, the, the way that we were. Amen, somebody. We need to leave some of that stuff behind and move forward as we come back. We're coming back to the sanctuary, but somebody ought to say, I'm coming back new. Stuff that used to bother me, that ain't going to bother me no more. I'm coming back new. Folk who used to get on my nerves, guess what? I've had a whole year to get my mind right. I'm coming back new. Hello, somebody. I, I'm, I'm coming back with a right mind. I'm coming back with a right attitude. I'm coming back with a right disposition. If I'm asked to do something, guess what? I'm going to do it to the glory of God. And if they call my name or don't call my name, guess what? I'm not going to get bent out of sorts about it because I've had a year now to learn. It's not about me. Bless his holy name. I'm coming back new. I'm coming back, but I'm not going back. Bless his name. I'm coming back, but I'm not going back. Amen, somebody. That'll preach. That's right. That'll preach somebody. I'm coming back, but I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Leave some of that stuff. Leave, leave it. Leave it where it was in 2020. Leave it there. Don't bring it back here. Don't bring it back here because we're moving forward. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. All right. So let's get ready um, for our regathering again. That's the first Sunday of May. First Sunday of May at 11 a.m. At the conclusion, when we sign off here, you will be able to sign up uh, at the K Chapel uh, on the K Chapel Nucleus page on the K Chapel app. You will be able to sign up and and uh, uh, Bible study. You are getting the first dibs on that. Just because you're attending Bible study, you found out before everybody else that you will be able to sign up tonight. All right. God bless you. Listen, I want you and I need you to keep um, some uh, some of our members uh, in prayer. Some of our members in prayer I want you to keep the Blunson family in your prayers. Of course, on tomorrow, uh, we will be having the service. Uh, graveside service for Brother Frank Blunson. Keep uh, the Blunson family in your prayers. Also keep the Redman and the Price families in your prayers. They experienced um, uh, loss of loved ones here recently. Uh, 
Uh, so certainly keep them in your prayers as well. Lift up Brother Walter Griffin, Coach Griffin, uh, from the 833. Uh, he's in the hospital now. Uh, lift up also Dorothy Aldrich Washington, uh, who's in hospice now. Keep her lifted up in your prayers. Um, yeah, keep, keep, keep those families, all those families. And if there are others um, that you're aware of, you, you can pop them in the line and and or, or send me a note uh, so that we can lift them up as well. But let's keep all of these families, uh, particularly those who are experiencing bereavement at this time. Uh, keep them in your prayers. Keep them lifted up. Amen. Let's pray you all. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this day and for this time together. God, I pray that you bless us now by the presence and power of your spirit, that which you have for us to hear. We pray that we have open ears, but also open hearts. Lord, we pray that we would be receptive to your word, to your truth. Grant, O oh God, your wisdom and your direction. And Lord, we pray that this will be a time of reflection, a time of restoration, a time, O oh God, that we will see and begin to hear and to know what is yet before us to do as a people, as a community, as a nation. Granted, O oh God, in Jesus' name and for his sake, amen. So listen, you all, I know that um, yesterday was a, uh, a big day. Um, for a lot of us, it was an emotional day. Um, it was um, for 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 a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. It was a long day coming. The trial of of the officer who took the life of George Floyd uh, was convicted. Was found guilty on all three charges on yesterday. And while we can have some solace in feeling that there has finally been some accountability, there is yet a feeling, there, there's still in many of us um, unresolved feelings in many of us. Some of the feelings, and I've had time to talk to some of some of my friends and colleagues, and some of you. Some of those feelings are, while we're glad to finally see some accountability, we also feel like it took too much, right? It took too much. It took video and audio, and it took, um, it took the life, it took all of those things happening just enough of and just right for there to finally be a conviction. It, it, it was like it just had to be so in your face and so gross so grossly negligent for there to be that accountability. And so some of us feel like it, it took too much. Some of us feel like it took too long. 
it took too long. Why did it why did it take this long before um, finally there was some accountability? But wherever you stand, wherever you sit in that, a couple of things come to mind that number one, God is always, always has been and always will be God of justice. We in this church make no bones about Jesus and justice being on the same side. If you've been with me, you know that my my perspective and my theological eye lends itself and leans towards seeing the hand of of God's justice in the matters of humanity and i believe in my heart that we do the gospel justice when we preach justice that doesn't mean that every sermon has to be about social issues, but it does mean that as the church, we should not shy away from it when it's in front of us. One theologian is known for saying that when preachers preach, they ought to preach with the Bible in one hand and newspaper in the other, meaning that there ought to be a marriage between current events and the hand of God. What is God saying in and through all of this? So <laughs> I'm thankful, thankful for what I believe is a just verdict. I'm also prayerful prayerful for Minneapolis, prayerful for the Floyd family, prayerful for the city, because not only is it dealing with that, but also a very recent shooting of an, another person of color in that community. So we have reason to remain prayerful. But here's what I want to try and get to tonight. Um, I want us to think, particularly those of you, and I know there are many of you who are joining us who are not in Jackson, and I thank God for you wherever you are. I know some people are on from up north in Indiana. I think some of my, my people are on, and I know we have people from uh, Alabama who are on, and I see some uh, Texas in the house. So wherever you are, we thank God for your presence tonight. Um, but for those of you who are joining us from Jackson, I want us to, to talk a little bit about where we are as a people, as a community, and what, what we face. 
And I want to be clear that um, there is no there is no conflation that I'm trying to make between um, what we face here in Jackson and and what we see in other uh, communities. Um, let me be very clear. And you you who know me know me. I make no bones about saying Black Lives Matter, and and by saying that I mean um, that that when people of color are are over over policed, when we are targeted, when we are killed at disproportionate rates uh, by law enforcement, we have an obligation. Uh, to to say and bring attention to that matter and and we can do that and still hold ourselves accountable okay we can do both we don't have to we don't have to fight about that we can say black lives matter and we can say to our own stop the killing we can do that we can have that conversation Right. We can have that. Kind of, we're we're grown enough. We're big enough and we're bilingual enough to have that conversation. And so um, I want to I want us to look at something tonight. I want us to look at something tonight. Um, because this is kind of this is on my heart. It's been on my heart and it's on your heart, too. I know it is. For those of you who live in Jackson, it's on your heart. It You can't live in Jackson and this not be on your heart. You can't live in Jackson and this not be on your mind. Right now, as of today, we have 48 homicides in the city of Jackson. We have 48 homicides in the city of Jackson. Now, to try and put some perspective on that, and you see this, this count uh, in front of you, the green line at the bottom, uh, the graph, the green line represents 2020. The yellow line represents 2021. And so if you look at where we are now on that green line, if you go to um, basically where the yellow line stops at the green line, where, where those two uh, kind of at the same ending point. In, in April of 20, right around April 23rd of 2020, we had about 31 homicides. So about the same time, about this same time last year, we had 31 homicides. And right now, we have 48 homicides, which means we're 17 ahead of where we were this same time last year. I need, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I, I need that to sink in for a minute. We're already 17 homicides ahead of where we were this same time last year. Which means if we stay on this track, if we stay on this same trajectory, we will outpace, we're already outpacing 
but we will have more dead this year by homicide, gunfire, violence than we did last year. Last year was a record number of 128 homicides in the city of Jackson. 128 homicides in the city of Jackson last year. We are on pace to outdo that. If we stay, if we just keep the pace that we're on right now, we will we will have more than we did last year. And last year was a record year. I say that not to bring you down or make you depressed or anything like that, but let me let me just say, and I'd like I'd like for this to be a conversation. Linda Wilson says, this is not just Jackson. This is my hometown in Montgomery, Alabama as well. Yeah. Thank you for lifting that up, Sister Wilson. And honestly, you know, this this can be some back and forth. Okay. I don't I don't want to do all the talking tonight. You can you can you can talk back to me. Because it, it, it's on your heart, it's on my heart, it's on my mind as a pastor, but also as a citizen. Right? It's 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 the senselessness uh, of what's happening around us. And and I grieve as a citizen, but also grieve as a pastor. I grieve as a pastor who pastor people for whom some of these killings represent family members. Don't don't miss it, Kay Chapel. This these killings touch our people, right? The, this, this is not they, this is us. This is not them, this is us. We are touched by this. And, and as a pastor, yeah, Sister Green says, the question is, what are we as the Christian community doing about it? Thank you. That is the question. That is the question. And, and, and let me push that even further. Not just what, what are we doing about it, but what must we do about it? In, in other words... In other words, what are the answers? Because I'll be very honest with you. I've struggled with this. I've struggled with, I've struggled with what are the answers? And I, I know sometimes you, you know, you all look at pastors and preachers and think, you know, we, you know, somehow the Lord is downloading all of the answers to us. Newsflash. We don't, we don't have it all. We don't have all the answers. And sometimes when you see us doing nothing, it's because we don't know what to do. I'm sorry to break it to you like that. I'm if if you thought if you thought I have the answers on this, let me let me push back at you. No, I don't have the answers. I have I have some answers, but but this is this is 
hey y'all y'all talk back to me if if you got the answers go ahead put 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 them in the put them in the line put them in the line tell tell, tell me um Sure, and I know. Listen, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I know. I know that there are some key things that have to be done. Yes, poverty is an issue. We have to get. Um, we have to get good paying paying jobs. We have to make sure that people who are working uh, are are working with livable wages, uh, so that so that as they work, they know they can put food on the table. Uh, so that as they work, they know that they are providing for their family and other family members don't feel like they have to get out and do something illegitimate so that they can help make ends meet. I get that. I get that. We have to we have to get uh, young people trained um, uh, uh, with skills. Right. But but. But it seems to me, now here we go. <laughs> it seems to me, yeah, Rita Johnson, thank you. Until we, until we start caring about and value our own lives, others won't either. Okay, Rita, I hear you. Value, let me stick with that for a minute. Value, because somewhere value got lost. That's what I believe. That somewhere values, value and values get lost. I think, I think um, one of the things that one of the things that that um, that I think about often is that passage of scripture in Romans, Romans chapter one, um, right around in verse 20, it's in the 20s. It's in the 20s. Um, let me just find it. Romans 1, verse 28. Verse 28 says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. I, I think when when I think about this these issues, when I think about the murder rate and homicide and and what's what has happened, what is happening to our community, to our people, to to our children. And and look, so at some point you need to go back to that interactive map and look at Look at the homicides, not only where they occurred, but who they are. Because what you will see is that over and over again, these are 20-something-year-olds. Yeah, there, there are some that are there are some that are a little bit, bit above. There's some 30s and, and maybe one or two 50s. But the large majority of these, these homicides are young adults, some teenagers, some teenagers. So these are these are young people. These are young people. Yeah, I see. I, I hear you, Sharon. Some of these young men don't care about living or dying, which goes back to values, right? What are the values? And and here is and here is why I think that scripture comes to mind, 
so so much for me is because we have to ask the question what is it that has so changed the mind and the mindset that that they no longer value things that we came up valuing they no longer look at life as being sacred they no longer look at life as being something worth living what happened what happened that that suddenly and maybe it's not suddenly maybe i need to change that cuz i don't believe it's suddenly but over time that there was that the conscience that the the soul became so depraved and the conscience became so reprobate that it no longer saw life as being valuable what happened what happened and i i know you can i know you can put let's see I see some of y'all saying guns are too readily available. I hear you. Both the young people are killing and the and the ones being killed. Yes, drugs and guns. Yes, stuck on retaliation. You kill mine, I kill yours. Has to be fixed in the hearts. Yes, 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 yes. All all of that. So so here here's my thing. Here, here's the one thing that I do believe um, is an answer. If, if we can talk about answers it and and it and it goes to this it goes to this um this reprobate mind so if if a reprobate mind allows you to take life without thought if a reprobate mind allows you to kill without a conscience if a reprobate mind allows you to do these things and not and not wonder or worry, um um about the consequences right then clearly we've got a mind issue clearly we've got we've got an issue with the mind and the bible says the bible says in romans romans chapter 12 uh verse 2 be ye not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by what by the what renewing of your mind. So so if there's going to if there's any answer to this there's got to be a mind shift. There's got to be a renewal of of the mind. Now how we do that? How we do that? I believe that is the work the critical work of the church. How do we begin transforming minds? That I believe is the critical work of the church right now. In this day, in this moment, how do we start transforming my, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do we renew and transform minds? A mind that's been saturated, watch this. How do you renew a mind that's been saturated in the culture of self of selfishness how do you renew a mind that's been saturated in 
Let me let me let me read some of the. I'm sorry. Yeah, renewing. I mean, let me go. Let's let's see what do we have. How do you renew those minds? Y'all got some ideas? How do you renew a mind? Tell me. How do you renew a mind that has been so consumed with 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 a culture that says and with a culture that that so so redefines what life is and what life is about? How do you read how do you transform that mind? How do you do that? I hear you, Sister Lussie, you say God's word. Okay. How do you how do you get God's word to that mind? Somebody say they need a trade. Absolutely. They need a trade. This is the reason for us, the church, to do things different from the usual. Yes. Many are not trained in the home in an early age. Better examples at home. They need to be taught about Christ in an early age. Yes. 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 How do we how do we renew that mind? How do we transform? How do we transform the mind so that we get new realities? All right. Look. Look. Let let's All right, look. Y'all 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 keep saying, y'all keep saying and I, don't get me wrong, I be, I believe I believe the word of God transforms the mind. Okay, how how are we going to get the word of God to that 18, 19, 20, 22 year old who's who's not in who's not in your Sunday school class, didn't come up in your Sunday school class. Who hadn't been to the church. T tell me, how do, how do you get how do you get that to them? How do you get God's word to them? How do you how do you bring that? See, here's the dilemma I believe of the church is that we are most of our churches have been brought up in a time and space where we said, come to us for the answers. And, and we have been, we have been of the mindset to just open the doors of the church and whosoever will let them come. And we forget that Jesus said, go ye therefore. Jesus said, go ye therefore. And, and, and I believe that, listen, you know, let, let's, let's take ownership of the fact that we want more people to come to us than we are willing to go to them. Let's just own that. Let's let's just own that. Let's just own that we're we're more we're more comfortable with preaching to them from the church than we are going to them in their space. 
Come on, y'all. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. I know. I'm gonna lose y'all here. Cause, 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 because what y'all gonna say is, well, it's dangerous out there. I know. I know. I know it is. I know it is. Somehow, somehow, and some way, if there's going to be a renewal of the mind and a transforming of the mind, somehow, in some way, we, who who are supposed to have the answers, we've got to re-engage. We, we, we've got to do church and mission work differently. We've got to do mission work differently than we've done it. Um, there has to be a partnership between schools, church, law enforcement, and community in general. We're too isolated. Yes. Thank you. We're too isolated from you. I believe, yes, totally believe that. And, 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 and one of the, one of the things, one of the things that I think happens is, and there, don't get me wrong. There is a reason for some isolation, right? Because there's some things that, that the church stands for that we should not bend on. Okay. And, and and when we have to be isolated, we should be isolated. But there are too many other overlapping issues where we need to integrate, where we need to be in the world, but not of the world. Help me somebody. Um, so 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 here here's some things. Here's some things I want us to I wanna. Ooh, y'all chiming in tonight. Y'all getting in there. Y'all getting there. Let me see. Mandy White, the mind needs to be fed with positive thoughts and actions. Beginning what they hear on a daily basis, the church will have to penetrate the community with positive information and messages of hope for them. Yes. So watch this. So watch this. Sister White, here's, here's one of the things. Here's one of the things that I believe. I believe we've got to do. We have got to figure out how to do this and start doing it immediately. Here it is. Are you ready? We have got we have got to show our young men how to dream again. Or maybe dream for the first time. I don't believe, I don't believe, and, and I can say this because I've, I've talked enough and I, I've, I've listened enough and our young men, the reason our young men kill so easily and expect to die so early is because they don't have any dreams. Dreams, being able to dream, envision, see something other than what they know. See, and here's here's the thing. Here's where the church. Here is where here is where the church plays some. You want to know tangible stuff we can do? Here's some tangible stuff we can do exposure and opportunity to a life 
beyond what they know. Here's where the church, here's where the church can really get in there and provide some tangible stuff. When the church can take 30 young men, take them out of their community, out of the gunfights, out of the drugs, out of the violence, put them in a totally new surrounding for, for however long, if it's if it's if it's a, a summer, whatever it is, and give them experiences, give them exposure to things they would otherwise never see, whether that's technology, whether that's art, whether that's music, whether that's whatever it is, stuff that they wouldn't stuff that they wouldn't have access to. And show them a different life. There's a different life. There's a different way that people that was <laughs> it say the lack of caring is in music on TV, etc. We need to get to the places that influence people, all people, music. Yes, yes. Thank you, Sister Maxine, my sister. Listen, somehow, somehow, we've got we've got to we've got to show. that there is more than what they know. There is more out there than what they do. There is more out there than what they have experienced. And I believe this, that, 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 that if they don't have any exposure to see, to, to hear, to see, to see, watch this, to see people making it and not have to look behind their backs, and wonder who's out to get them, right? To know that you can make it, and not just and not just and not just get by, but really make it, and to see black folk really doing that in some extraordinary ways. And yes, they I, don't get me wrong. There there are plenty of examples right here in Jackson. Don't get me wrong. There are a whole lot of us who are making it. But I'm saying sometimes, sometimes people need experiences outside of their own environments. People need to see, experience, and experiment with, with new culture, be exposed to new realities, understand that there is something beyond this here's here's what here's what and i'm 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 going to get ready and get out of here cuz i i could go on but and i forget what i was what i was uh watching it was I, it was some interview maybe it was an interview but i think it was an interview um and it would, the interview was talking to um some some neighborhood, some neighborhood uh, young people, and basically they said, basically they said that the only thing that they have to dream about, like 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 when we were coming up, when you all were coming up, when we were coming up, we had dreams, right? Dreams of being, dreams of doing, dreams of going, dreams of becoming. When, when the question of dreams came up and, and what they aspire to do, like, 
like these kids said, the 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 biggest thing that the biggest thing that they could see themselves doing, being, or becoming was was, and the the thing that they were hanging their hat on. It wasn't sports. It wasn't basketball. It wasn't football. It wasn't it 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 wasn't a doctor, lawyer, politics. It it wasn't any of that. The biggest thing that they could see themselves doing that that would make it big for them was was hip hop, being a rapper. Like that was that was the only thing that they could see themselves possibly breaking into and 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 making it big. That that was anything else was beyond what they thought they could do. And don't get me wrong, there are some intelligent rappers. Please hear me. I'm I'm not bashing hip hop. I you know, I hey, I came up on hip hop. Love it. Okay. But all I'm saying is is that for for those kids to 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 see that as the end, like that's the only thing that they see themselves as being able to do. Yeah, I think I think I think it says to us that we've got we've got work to do in terms of exposure, in terms of access in terms of opportunity listen to me we've got to we've got to get to the place where churches can provide young people with experiences that they wouldn't have otherwise where where we're showing them stuff that they couldn't see otherwise that they couldn't do otherwise that leads them to thinking wait a minute there's something beyond what I know and how I live. And just the exposure. Think about, think about 30 young men. You took 30 young men and set them up, took them out of here, need a mountaintop. Yes, a mountaintop experience, right? But on that mountaintop, they not only watch this. Yeah, we 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 going we going we going to meet up we going to listen on the mountaintop we going to preach Jesus yeah we going to have a good time but watch this I'm going to let them meet I'm going to let them meet, meet the Lord but I'm going to also let them meet a lawyer I'm going to let them meet a doctor I'm going to let them meet a, a scientist an engineer a a a, 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 a people who 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 design robots architect uh, everything they would not experience or have an opportunity to do the church, I believe, needs to be the church needs to be a, an avenue, a bridge to stuff that is beyond their own reality. Here's here is what I hear when that father comes to Jesus with a son who has been sick. He says with a demon since birth here's what i hear can you do anything that father says to jesus and that father and that mother with that child says to the church can you do anything 
Can you do anything? Can you do it? Can you do anything other than shake your head and talk about how bad it is? Can you do anything? Can we do anything other than woe is me and 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 wring our hands and and can we do anything to give people to give young people a reason to hope again, to give them a reason to believe again, to give them a reason to think that and to dream and to dream and to dream of the possibilities? Can we do anything? I've probably lost a lot of y'all tonight, um, but that's on my heart. And as we come back in this regathering, my heart is that we are not so selfish to think that it's just about us coming back together. It's got to be more than that. We've got to do more than that. We have to be about more than that. Thank God that we are coming back together. Thank God that we are regathering. The scattered are regathered. But as we regather, we've got to come back with a holy determination to do something. We've got to come back. We've got to come back boldly declaring we're going to do something. And listen, listen, we, we won't have all the answers. We won't have all the resources. We won't be able to save everybody. I pray that we be able to save somebody. If if we can get, if we can take 10, if we can take 10, and turn their lives around. If we can keep 10 from dying, if we can get 10 and have 10 whose mothers won't bury their sons because the church did something. All right, bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Let's let's do more than come back to the church, y'all. Let's do more than come back to the church, y'all. Let's be the church. We've done a lot outside of the church in terms of ministry to each other, in terms of ministry to the community. There's a great calling on us right now. There's a great need for us right now to be about the business of mind transformation and life rededication. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll be the first to tell you as your pastor, I don't have all the answers, but I do know God has given us the power to do something. That man comes to his son, says, I brought him to your disciples. They couldn't do anything. If you can do anything, can you do something? Let's do something, y'all. Let's do something. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your prayers. 
Oh my, I got a lot of text messages. I'm going to have to go back and read them all. <laughs> got to go back and read them all. So listen, um, again, we're signing off. When we sign off, you can sign up. When we sign off, you can sign up uh, at the K Chapel app. You can sign up for our first regathering service, which is on the first Sunday of May. Bible study, you're getting the first dibs on it. So go ahead, go ahead and sign up. You can do it right. Well, when I say amen, you'll be able to sign up. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this night. We thank you for your blessings. We pray now that you bless this church in our desire to do something. We don't know the answers. We do know that you are the answer. We do know that you have given us power and not only power, but authority. And so God, as you guide our thoughts and as you guide our minds and as you guide our efforts, we pray, Lord, that you give us the kind of holy boldness necessary to get in front of people and not simply stand behind furniture, pulpits, and pews. But Lord, that you give us the ingenuity and the inspiration to have the right conversations, to begin the right programs, to have the right engagements, and to begin the right relationships. So that at the end of this year, God, we can look back and know that we made an impact, know that we made a difference. God, I pray right now for this city. I pray, oh God, for its citizens. I pray, oh God, for young men who are struggling to know who they are and and all of their potential and possibilities because life, life has told them so much other than what you say about them. God, I pray that you give us the ability to encourage them and show them how to dream and how to dream again. Lord, I pray right now that you bring the right people to us. You know who they are, you know where they are, and you know what they can provide for advancing your kingdom in this way. Lord, you know where the enemy is. You know his schemes, his tricks. You know all that the enemy has already done to damage the minds and the souls and the hearts of young people, young men in this community. God, I pray right now by your spirit that you would bind the, the traps and the tricks of the enemy and that you would bring the right resources, the right relationships to this ministry so that we can be about the business of reclaiming that which the enemy has stolen. That we can be about the business of restoring broken hopes and, and dreams and families. God, you know where they are. Lord, I pray right now that you do what only you can in the name of Jesus. Release it now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it. And God, we promise to be good stewards of every relationship you bring our way, every resource you bring to us, 
every potential, every avenue, every bridge that you bring it our way, God, we promise to be good stewards of it in the name of Jesus. For his sake we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you all. We love you. Listen, we're signing off. You go sign up. We'll see you soon.